All right, good chilly Monday morning for Oaks. Pastor Paul here. It's June. Oh, not June. I wish. Actually, I do like the cold weather. January 15th. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for joining us for this week's pastoral devotional. I want to spend some time just briefly at the beginning of this time, as I do every Monday, explaining what these devotionals are designed to do. So we are preaching through the Gospel of Matthew on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks. And what we're doing the week prior, Monday through Friday, for about 10 or 15 minutes every weekday morning, is we are going through the passage that we're going to be preaching on that Sunday. And, and we do this for a, a multitude of, of reasons. Number one, it's super helpful to me to get into the text early in the week and to be thinking, praying, meditating on it, working on it. Super helpful. Number two, um, the goal of this time is, is that you would actually be able to see how I'm approaching a text, how I'm interpreting it, the process I'm going through, and hopefully pick up some useful patterns and tools for yourself in your own study um, of the Word of God. And, and that's really a primary objective. Um, a, a third thing I think that happens is that um, you can sort of see um, what goes on in the background, kind of how the sausage gets made, so to speak, what goes on in the background of working through a text, and then what ends up being communicated and taught on that Sunday. Um, and it just kind of, I think, give you a sense of if you're ever having to lead a study for yourself or communicate a Bible study to someone else or your children or lead a group or give a talk or, you know, whatever, then might be helpful for you in that way as well. Okay, with that said, let's dig into the text we're going to be camping out on this week. It's Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Now, I think that it's really helpful um, when you start to study a text that you go through and begin to make a list of all the questions that you have as you're reading the text, okay, the things that jump out to you, the things that you want to know more about, or the things that um, may not be as familiar to you, all right? And I want to kind of walk through this and, and show you the things that I see uh, initially that have a question for me, all right? So it's... First of all, helpful to look at the passage that comes before it. And as we do that, we know 
that Jesus is in Galilee. He's in the northwest part of uh, the Sea of Galilee, and he has been dealing, working with the Jewish people, right? Um, you have the Pharisees, you have the people who are coming to see him, to be healed. Um, so clearly, he's in Jewish territory. Now, what should get our attention in verse 21 here, it says that Jesus went away from there. So th there, there is some sense of, there's some sort of withdrawal happen. In fact, it says he withdrew to the district of, of Tyre and Sidon. Now, Tyre and Sidon are common geographical locations and names that we find in the Bible. And what we or want to probably ask is get out a map, okay, and you can find these in your study Bible, is to find out where Tyre and Sidon are. How far did Jesus have to journey here? How, what kind of distance did he go when he withdrew from that place, okay? Second question that, that pops up here, here you have a, oh, let me, let me go back. In saying that he withdrew to, to Tyre and Sidon, I'm also probably curious, what other places in the Bible do I see T Tyre and Sidon mentioned? Um, that might give me a clue as to sort of the context that Jesus is ministering. Okay, all right. Second thing, it says a Canaanite woman from that region came out. Now, a Canaanite, clearly this is, this is a Gentile. This is someone who is not a Jew, um, who is not of the people of Israel, which me probably means that Tyre and Sidon, and I think we'd find out that this is true, are not part of Israel. They're not part of the Jewish territory. This is a place where Canaanites live. This is a place where Gentiles live. And so we're already alerted that this is something different. This is a different ministry context, that it seems in Matthew thus far that the vast um, bulk of his interactions, Jesus's interactions in ministry, have all happened in the northern part of Israel along the, the Sea of Galilee. And here we have him withdrawing into another territory that's not Israel. And so we want to be asking, be thinking about, well, why is that? Or, or what is Matthew trying to show us here? Where, where, where are we going? What, what's, why the, the change of a venue. Um, we also are going to be asking, what other times has Jesus interacted thus far with a Gentile in Matthew? Um, we want to go back and look at, at the different stories, and I think we'll find that while Jesus predominantly had been engaging the Israelites, okay, the Jewish people, there are a time or two or three where he's engaging, in fact, even healing Gentiles, okay? And, but I want to go back and look in Matthew for the number of times we see that happening, okay? So th those are my initial questions. But by far, okay, the biggest questions I have, and I think they're, they're twofold, okay, is that Jesus seems to be behaving in a way that doesn't seem like Jesus, okay? Or at least the way that we've seen Jesus in Matthew's gospel, okay? Um, and I think we see that on two fronts, okay? One, we see that um, seemingly he's refusing to engage, talk, minister, heal her initially because she's not a Jew. 
And the first thing that that's, that's going to invoke in us is, well, wait a minute. Hasn't he engaged other non-Jewish people in Matthew? He has. And hasn't he responded differently or more affirmatively to them than he has to her? And the answer to that is seemingly yes. Okay, so, so that's, that's one big question about the way Jesus is behaving. What, what, what makes this person or situation unique? Number two is that even saying that, there is never a time seemingly in the gospel, certainly not in Matthew, where someone is coming to Jesus, asking for help, calling for help, where Jesus, in fact, does not help them, right? But here, not only is Jesus initially not helping, he's ignoring. He's, he's saying things. He's saying what appear to be derogatory things. Um, he's saying things that might be seen as offensive, okay? And so, once again, um, we, we're, we're left with a lot of questions there. What, what, what is going on, okay? Um, and finally, okay, um, we might observe the fact that this woman seemingly um, recognizes who Jesus is, okay? That he, she calls him Lord, Son of David. Um, she... She worships him, it tells us, right? Um, she comes begging to him. Um, she, you know, all of these things are, are things that communicate to us that she was not confused about who Jesus was, okay? And um, she's stating them there from the beginning. Okay, so, so and is there a significance to that? So, so there you have it, right? There are all the, the sort of questions that I initially have. And what I want to do first, and what I think would be good for you to do between now and tomorrow, is to you to go through and begin to do your own background on those. Look, look at where Tyr and Seton are mentioned. Um, find a map. Um, try, to, try to understand the context, the geographical context, right? Um, try to find the other times in Matthew where Jesus is intersecting with um, a Gentile or a non-Jewish person. See how those times compare to these times, right? And then finally, see if you can find, if there are any other opportunities uh, or thing, times in Matthew where Jesus has any sort of similar responses to people. Again, what we're trying to do here is immediately, right, um, begin to let ask questions of the text so that we can provide the proper context before we just start digging in here. Now, with all of that said, let me just throw out one thought for you to meditate on as you that, that pops into my mind as I read this text that I think is worth pondering, and we're going to pick this up tomorrow. One of the things, let me put it this way, this woman does not seem to be confused about who Jesus is, okay? So it might behoove us to think that the primary purpose of Matthew sharing with us this story is not to once more see Jesus revealing himself for true who he truly is because she already sees him for who he truly is. Maybe, just maybe, 
This story is included to show us something about who this Canaanite woman was and that there's something about her and her faith that, that Jesus and Matthew are wanting to impress upon us. Okay, so a um, couple things. If you have a good study Bible, great place to, to go for more information. If you want a commentary, right, um, there are plenty of those. You can go online. I, uh, one of my favorite commentaries is the one by R.T. France, and so I recommend that one. But I think a study Bible um, will do, the ESV study Bible, the Reformation study Bible, Follow up those questions. We'll come back tomorrow, and we'll really start digging into the text together. Let's pray. Lord, remind us that to get to the good stuff, the treasure of your word, sometimes requires diligent study and seeking. And Lord, we think about your word as the pearl of great price. And so, Lord, let us grow in our capacities and abilities to understand discern, and apply your word. We ask these things in your son's name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow.